You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Uh, Wherever you are, uh, Real Presence Radio continues to touch lives throughout I just keep saying the Upper Midwest because, Michael, Indeed. it's, what is it, Wisconsin all the way to Wyoming, right? Wyoming to, yeah, D- Gillette, uh, t- Wyoming to Duluth, uh, uh, well, actually Superior, Wisconsin, and Williston, North Dakota. Is your mic on? Um, and then, and then yes. also Saskatchewan down to uh, south of Sioux Falls. That, that that's yes. the chunk of Midwest I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, we get down to even Mason City, Iowa. So it's it is a, a true Upper Midwest slice. And this is our live show. It's a local show. I'm the pastor of Corpus Christi in Bismarck, and I was happy to drive out to uh, Dickinson uh, this morning to the Mountain Time. I love the Mountain Time Zone. Here, here. I, I, I love I love TV programming. Tonight I could start watching football at six twenty, if I was in Dickinson. Yeah. Now I have to wait till seven twenty, <laughs> and I'm in bed by eight thirty. I see. And so it's all over. I I, I can't even uh, watch it. Um, uh, the Super Bowl begins at four thirty-five, here in Dickinson. Uh huh. In Bismarck, I have a five thirty mass. Ah, on Sunday night, I see. So you know, it just it just keeps compounding. The reason to <laughs> it's a mountain time zone in a central time zone culture. That that's uh, one thing I uh-huh. miss about Dickinson. I miss many things about Dickinson. I, I have many uh, friends uh, that I'm happy to see. One of them is Dr. Melissa Ebert. She's here with me. We're we're at her um, Aspire Health Clinic in Dickinson, North Dakota, and uh, Dr. Marvin. And Dr. Melissa Eberts own and operate this. And uh, Melissa's uh, with me uh, here. And Marvin is uh, calling. And Marvin and Melissa, good morning to you. Good morning, Monsignor. Good morning, Monsignor. Uh, Let's let's start with you, Marvin. You're you're a chiropractor by trade. Uh, When I lived here, you've been my chiropractor. I'm doing very well, by the way. And I, I had to move. Uh, I moved uh, the first week of October, Marvin. You'd be very happy uh, with no compromise. Uh, uh, I, and I, I, I had help, but, I, but, I, but you know how I get in there and lift things improperly and uh, do that for four days in a row. I feel good. You, you've since referred me on, but um, tell me how you got interested in, in being a, a chiropractor for your vocation. Well, when I... Uh I always went to chiropractors growing up as a as a kid, and uh, a very uh, great chiropractor here in town, Dr. Tim Peters, was my chiropractor, got me through sports, and I like to tell patients that it was an angry heifer that got me into chiropractic. There you go. I remember vividly one time getting kind of pinned up against um, a corral by a heifer and had a hard time walking, and I went into Tim, and I walked out. So that pretty much set me up and... To realize, okay, there's something to this. And then when I went to undergraduate, where I met my wife, Melissa, at UND, I was entertaining a lot of the health sciences and uh, and kind of looking at going to med school. But then I thought, well, maybe I should just go follow my chiropractor, Tim, around once and see what that's all about. And I did that for, I was there for four hours. It felt like 40 minutes. And then uh, Dr. Tim told me it was something that, that really struck me. He said, you know, I'm just as excited to walk through these doors as the day I start. I said, well, I probably won't find a lot of medical doctors who will say the same thing. So I went into chiropractic and haven't looked back. 
Uh, it's been effective for me, and uh, you also uh, began to what I call stretch me out. I know there's a complicated term for that, decompression, compression, decompression, yep. decompression. and and that we're you know uh, up to sixty pounds. I'm proud about that, and uh, so I, I want to thank you for uh, hosting us here, Marvin, at Aspire Health Clinic in Dickinson. We're going to talk more a little bit about what you're doing here. Uh, towards the north side of Dickinson. Melissa, let's turn to you. Um, a UND Sioux, uh, my, I'm a NDSU grad. We can move on from that. But um, how, did you become, <laughs> how did you become interested in, in dentistry? So dentistry, um, when I went off to undergrad, I knew I also wanted to do something in the health science field. Um, thank you more, eye doctor. And then shout out an eye doctor and knew that wasn't my calling at the time. And then... Also knew I wanted to do something where we would, I would be able to ha have a family, family time. And uh, dentistry really opened those doors for me. Um, I had an older brother that was in dental school at the time. And so he was definitely a mentor through pursuing that degree and where to go from there. And things just kind of seemed to fall into place. Uh, where did you go to dental school? At the University of Minnesota. And, uh, and when did you begin your formal work? So I graduated from there in 2010. So over a decade. Yeah, now. a decade. Yep. Uh, yep. Of of it would, so you're just getting good now. <laughs> just just getting there. <laughs> just getting. You're I'm just, just moving there. You've, got a, yep. you've seen you've seen a lot. You've seen a. a I you know we're all going to have stuff go wrong. We're all going to need a dentist. Uh, th let's get back to uh, family. Uh, Dr. Marvin and Dr. Melissa Eberts are my guests here at, while we're at their uh, Aspire Health Clinic in Dickinson. This is a Real Presence Live. As we come up on probably 39 minutes past the hour, wherever you are, uh, who are your children? Na I know who they are. You're my e former parishioners yes. at St. Wenceslas. I baptized some of them. Name your children. So we have four children. Um, our oldest is Madeline. She is eight and um, just had her first reconciliation coming up on First Communion. And then we have Mac. He's in kindergarten over at Trinity East. And then we have Micah. He is three years old and our little fireball. Um, and then our youngest is going to be one next week. And her name is Miriam Rose. And I, I, I left here over a year ago. So I remember Micah uh, when he was <laughs> born. And uh, that's three years already, huh? It is, yep. So uh, Marvin and Melissa, let's go back to you, Marvin. Uh, tell us... Um, about your your recent venture here, you've recently joined forces outside of the home. I'm in your place here at Aspire Health Clinic. Um, t tell us about how that came about. So it, I guess it kind of started towards the end of 2019 when we were were looking at um, as our family grows and building more freedom, we decided to consider opening a, the dental practice. Um, main goal was that. It gives us more autonomy of our schedules and that uh, we could continue to uh, kind of work kind of around our, our children's lives. It allows us to kind of even set our own schedule. So we decided to open the dental clinic. So I kind of cleared out the back half of my office and we started renovations at the end of 2019 and pretty much opened our doors ready to rock and roll 2020. And about two months into it, well, then the pandemic hit. So that was kind of exciting. <laughs> Interesting time to start a new venture, but the good Lord led us through that and made us, you know, gave us the graces we needed to get through it. 
And it's been doing well. We have we have a great team. We've kind of ex- recently expanded the team even more. Um, not only incorporating dentistry, but even a couple of months ago now, we opened a fitness center, which is actually in the back um, as well. And, and we have a couple of athletic trainers to help us. So really kind of a, a tri-fold approach to healthcare in our little facility here. Is that the third uh, service you provide here, chiropractic uh, services, uh, dental services, and then your fitness? Is that the third? That would be yeah. correct. Fitness yep. and rehabilitation. Yep. Yep. And you, you also have a massage therapist on staff, don't you? No longer. Uh, no, no longer. longer. No yep. Okay. yep. I remember you used to have that in the past. We did. Uh, Melissa, uh, what, is, what is this like uh, as, as a couple? Um, you know, it's been said, and I tell my kids at the pre-marriage weekends there's there's only two problems in life really and one is being alone and one is being with someone so well, what, what, what what what's it what's it like uh you know you're because you're, you're you're working with each other closely we are. uh what has this done for you as a couple yeah so um before we definitely took this venture we went through a lot of discernment if this would be the best for our marriage and the best way that we could um continue and we did a marriage weekend out at um, with Father Bill Ruel out in Richerton. Um, and it was just a beautiful weekend for us to really discern this process. And moving forward, we really looked at it as a time not um, for our jobs that we could also show other people how beautiful the sacrament of marriage could be, not just within our home, but also within the workplace itself. And so allowing God to be in the center of the craziness of business, work, home, life, and everything has really allowed us to be grounded through the whole process. So it's been a good start for you. It has been. D- despite yep. a worldwide shutdown. <laughs> despite. Uh, <laughs> despite a worldwide shutdown of the economy, which wasn't designed to be shut down. One of your team members is here. That, that's, let's bring her in. Uh, tell us who you are and, and what you do here at the Aspire Health Clinic. Hi, um, I'm Mikhail Mosley. I kind of do stuff up front and here on occasion I will assist Dr. Melissa in the back um, with her dental when our other assistant is gone and um, I help with Dr. Eberts as well with just whatever he kind of needs me to do kind of just you tell me what to do it and I'll do it. (laughs) Great you're from Lusk Wyoming you said before we went on Yep. and uh, you can say hi to the people of Lusk. Hello Lusk or anyone in Wyoming. There you go. Fantastic and uh, you're new in the Dickinson area. Yes. So what brought you here? Um, so I, I kind of, I've been here for about five years before I moved back. Went to school for a year at DSU um, and then um, had a little girl, a little, I have a little three-year-old. And then went back home. That's where my family is. Went back home for about a year. Came back and yeah, working for pretty amazing people and just kind of Start my Very life good. over. I, I know Tina behind the desk as well. We'll probably get to her a little later. <laughs> uh, but we're going to take a short break. I think Eli wants to, uh, to move us into a, a little time as we move to 46 minutes past the hour. This is Real Presence Live. We'll be back with the Eberts and, and more about their lives and what they do here in just one moment. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Real Presence Radio is available on Alexa-enabled devices, including Amazon Echo, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To enable the skill, just say, Alexa, enable Real Presence Radio. To listen, say something like, Alexa, open Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use commands like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere on Alexa-enabled devices. How do you know when someone may be contemplating suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. This person will often exhibit certain warning signs, indicators such as their talk, like killing themselves or having no purpose in life, their behavior, like drug abuse, withdrawal from others, or abnormal sleep patterns, or their mood, like being depressed or having anxiety, can all be warning signs. So mental health professionals are now encouraging you to engage in dialogue with those who appear to be at risk. By talking openly about suicide, asking if they are okay, and listening to their feelings, you may save their life. To find out more, please visit suicideandhope.com. So I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. As a working adult, you know the value of a dollar and you expect quality for your money. Now's a great time to further your education. The University of Mary offers degrees for working professionals with flexible learning options that are truly competitively priced. Apply now for any of our online programs and we'll waive your $150 enrollment fee. A quality education at an affordable price. Discover the University of Mary difference at online.umary.edu. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. All right, we got a good show planned for you. I got Bishop John Quinn coming up next hour, and uh, we're also going to, going to speak about a new book on Benedict the Sixteenth. Uh, I look forward to that interview as well. So um, that'll be uh, coming up. Joe Pierce's bio- biography. Uh, he will give an an encounter of Pope Benedict the Sixteenth that we haven't heard. That's coming up now. We're, we're visiting with Marvin and Melissa Eberts, Doctor Marvin and Doctor Melissa Eberts. Uh, Melissa, how has um, how has dentistry changed in the last two years? What did the pandemic do to dentistry? It changed a lot. Um, just made us look at things differently. Infection control, per se, of course. Um, but at the end of all of it, I think we had to really come back to just like the basics. I think it also made people realize how much they, they do need their dentist, right? When they weren't able to go to them for that month that it wasn't available to them um, for their overall health and did, wellness. Did you have a lot of patients backed up? We did. Yep. Uh, did, yep. And uh, some, you know, I still have people that haven't come to Mass. Do you have some just not come anymore? Correct. Yes, I uh, would agree with that. Because uh, cause it's changed everybody's patterns. Um, so uh, you're discovering things maybe that should have been taken care of? Yep, yep. And um, here it was just a little bit different of a song and dance just because we had just opened our office. I felt like we were really getting our good rhythm down and it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> halt. Um, can't, you can't it, make it up. No, you can't make it up. Can't um, make it up. And so um, it was just trying to get 
move on past that, sure. um, how we can continue to improve and, things. And you are and you have. Uh, Marv, how about, how about uh, the chiropractic business? Uh, more people sitting at home? Is that, 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 uh, that's not good either, huh? No, I, I would say it was, it was kind of an interesting. I mean, you, have, you obviously have those people who, who kind of um, decided, you know, to, to really limit any of their exposure and, and didn't come. And so that kind of creates, being in practice for several years, that kind of created a void. And so then I naturally filled that with, with more new patients or, you know, more new people who, who were kind of getting out. And now, as we got into 2021 and, and towards the end of it here, some of those older patients who kind of were um, on hiatus are coming back. So it actually has created a very steady in the office. It's been very busy for the last, oh, I'd probably say six months, where it's it's like uh, it, it's really been pretty consistent where I almost have maybe one or two openings a, a day. Um, so it, it's kind of created a bottleneck effect, I would say, but which is a, it's a good problem to have. Uh, I'm on the road today. Uh, my name is Monsignor Schumacher. I usually come to you from my office at Corpus Christi, where I'm pastor in Bismarck. I drove out to Dickinson this morning to the Aspire Health Clinic, and I'm visiting with Dr. Marvin and Dr. Melissa Eberts. Let's bring in another one of your team members. Tina, I visit with you probably the most, rescheduling stuff when I lived here. Good morning, Tina. Good morning, Monsignor. Uh, tell us, is she bright enough, Michael? Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I fell in love about six years ago okay. and moved out to Dickinson. There you go. It was a man. So it was. It was. So haven't looked back. Well, welcome. Thank Still you. Still welcome. Where are you from originally? Originally, I'm from Bismarck. Okay. And so. And what do you do here at Aspire Health? So here at Aspire Health, I do most of the, probably the main thing that I do is billing. And so, um, obviously, answering phones and, and whatnot. So, um, one of the girls who's not here today, Shelby, she's down in Texas. She it was our rehab specialist. So, before dental came in, it was a three-man show. And so, a lot of times, Dr. Eberts would keep Shelby busy, and they would be in the back with patients, and I would be doing the billing and the answering of the phones. And so, as we've gotten busier over the years, it's very, sure. very nice. Shelby's still here. She, uh, she She's is. from Montana, I remember, and she worked with me a lot when I came to see uh, Dr. Marvin. Uh, and Tina, what I liked, I, I could often text you because I, I had uh, appointments and then a funeral would come up and then, and then I would also forget my appointment and then I'd also come when I didn't have an appointment, remember all that stuff. So, so you, you're 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 very flexible, and I appreciate. Thanks for coming on to Real Presence Radio and saying hello, Tina. You're welcome. And it's good to see you. And and uh, you're a lover of the Irish whiskey. Yes. And, and and I brought you some from Ireland. Yes, you did. You brought me a hat. You brought me a keychain, and then you brought me some Jameson. I brought you some Jameson. And another. You you gave me another. Kind. I think maybe a little bit of Guinness. I don't remember, but it uh, was a I, little I, tiny bottle. Well, I hope it's gone. So it is. Was I had ago. to do the taste. That was pre, <laughs> that was pre pandemic. <laughs> Tina, thanks for coming on and saying hello. Okay, thank you. I wish you a good day, Melissa. Let's get back to you. Um, h- how do you? Um, it's often it's often difficult to do to bring values into your place of work. Uh, you maybe have a little advantage here. Uh, you're here, Melissa, with your, your husband. You're both uh, Catholic. Uh, I, I know that you were very active at St. Wenceslas. But, but uh, how, how would you recommend or how do you bring your Catholic values into the workplace? Yeah, one of the ones I like to 
focus on daily is just love of neighbor. Um, as each patient walks through, treating each patient with the dignity that they completely deserve. Um, and working side by side with my husband, um, he has really, in the last couple of years, been able to show me his he has just a beautiful ability to speak with people about God, about Jesus. Um, and he's, he, he's not afraid to bring up any of those conversations um, and evangelize through his joy of his work. Um, and watching that and being able to view that on a daily basis has also given me um, just being able to rely on the Holy Spirit to also bring those words to patients. Um, And that's where I enjoy bringing those values and our Catholic Catholic values into our workplace. Uh, Melissa, uh, upon meeting her, she looks like a, she is uh, a a fine, uh, gentle, I guess you could say, woman. But I also know you're a former hockey player. I, I did play hockey for a few years, yes. And, and grew uh, up on the uh, grew up in a ho- uh, skating rink. Is Madeline skating yet? She chose not to this year, but um, child number two, we got him on skates this okay. year, and child number Mac? three, Mac. Mac, Mac, and Mike are on the hockey skates now. Oh, okay, so. yeah, I, I remember we we started figures. Uh, we were taken out to the figure skating rink early on in in life and it's it's a good thing it's a good thing to to learn is mac skating backwards yet not yet because no. that, that's i could never do that <laughs> or, or on a roller skate uh, or yeah. on a ski but they they do it on skis too i just have to convince my western north dakota husband that it's okay to be in a hockey rink in yeah, the middle I, of winter i think he's i think he's gonna start being in a hockey rink in the summer somewhere there, there's hockey <laughs> it's all possible. over there, there's it's hockey possible. All. uh Mar- marvin do you skate uh, not very well. Okay. <laughs> so, so I can put skates on and and I can probably avoid my keister from being on the ice for a good part of the of the skating time, but not permanently. That's good for business. You guys should be promoting skating. You should be gi- you should be giving free skates to to people walking out of here. They they're gonna. Uh, and and uh, and Melissa bags of popcorn, right? That's, that's right. That, that's, yeah. all, that's all you need for business. Uh, Marvin, uh, as we close this segment with you, um, Michael Kidrowski would yes. like to extend some gratitude well, and some words to you, who is yes. my producer today. Yes, thank you, Monsignor. And uh, uh, <clears throat> Marvin and Melissa, I just wanted to take a, just a moment to say thank you for your invitation to come here, uh, allowing us to set up our, our studio in your uh, office uh, last night uh, to uh, thank you to Mikhail and to Tina for all your direction to get us all hooked up with the Ethernet and that sort of thing. So thank you very much uh, for your support, uh, Melissa and Marvin. And I know that uh, you've always been very active here in the community of Dickinson. What, what's what's going on right now in Dickinson? Are you guys working on anything our, community-wide? Yeah, so our main... Um our mission right now is we have started the help with four core group couples, the Catholic adults, um, and that is hosted at our house monthly. Um, it is on the second Friday of each month. We have a speaker come in, um, very laid-back atmosphere, and just really trying to form a community within our, a Catholic community within our town um, so 
we can continue to build the faith. And this is called what? Catholic Adults. Catholic Adults. Yep. And you host, and so a different couples host? It's at our house every, every time. Um, and then we have help with the food and getting the drinks and um, promoting the event itself. And um, last couple times, there's been free daycare at um, Queen of Peace. Um, for those that are unable to find a babysitter, then they can drop off their kids during this period of time. Um, they have snacks, event, or activities and stuff set up sure. for them at Queen of Peace. Um, and just really trying to, I think what the pandemic really made us realize is we need to form community to continue to grow our faith. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Marvin and Dr. Melissa Eberts have been my guests here for the last half hour as we come up on 59 minutes past the hour. I want to thank them for hosting us here. We're at their Aspire Health Clinic in North Dickinson. Uh, Mar- Marvin, any, uh, any last uh, thoughts before we take a quick break? Uh, nothing other than I feel, feel really blessed. I want to thank you, Monsignor, as well as all the priests in uh, in our Dickinson area and Bishop Kagan, uh, just tremendous leadership in this diocese because doing all these endeavors, right, as, as the laity, if we didn't have such faithful uh, priests and bishops, we, we wouldn't feel motivated or called to do the things that we do. So really, it's easy to mirror uh, the leadership you guys have for us. I thank you for your time, and we'll see you around for the next hour. Marvin and Melissa, thank you. Tina, thank you to, to you. We're going to be back in just one moment. We're going to, after the top of the hour, uh, we're going to take a look into Joseph Ratzinger, Papa Ratzinger, Pope Benedict XVI. Uh, we got a new book that's going to give us some new light and understanding of this great leader. We'll be back in just one moment. 